wonderful welcome to Servus Crowd, Germany for non-Germans and welcome back to another episode here and yeah I have to break my promise now obviously already I promised I think two weeks ago I said hey let's not make every other episode political but of course I have to be political but this also means there will be at least one more episode this year because I don't want to end on something political <laughs> uh, but we have to talk about politics for, for a bit of course because we Germany have a new government and the era Merkel, Merkel, Angela Merkel, that's how you pronounce her name, by the way, not Angela, Angie, Merkel, Angela Merkel. The era Angela Merkel is over now. She's the second longest running chancellor in German history. I think she missed Helmut Kohl only by like 16 or 18 days or something around, around those lines. They could have, they could have tried it out a bit longer. <laughs> Um, so, but she's gone, and there's this fantastic, this fantastic GIF um, circulating online where she fist bumps the new chancellor and then just waves by. <laughs> and there's like transition of power in German style, and she's like, "I'm out of here," and I'm sure she's super happy, and uh, she deserved it. I mean, as I mentioned in previous episodes, I haven't been necessarily always a um, fan of her party. But you can't deny that she did a, a lot of good things and that she had what it seems the the greater good in mind when she was um, running the government on German as well as on a European level. So I think that's something we can take away from this without having to be like either a big fan of hers or her party or uh, the other way around, hating on her or, or her party for that matter. Um, I'm not here to discuss this. I'm here to tell you What's next? Who's next? What's happening? And who should follow a trailblazing female chancellor with a PhD in physics? Of course, a straight old white man. <laughs> I don't even know what his background is. Um, so we're we're back to we're back to. I almost said normal. I mean, actually, it's not normal because Angela Merkel has, now I say it in English too, Angela Merkel has been uh, in office for 16 years or so, right? So lots of the younger guys, girls, people listening, they only know her. They don't know that the, the chancellor can be male. <laughs> they think the chancellor has to be female. Um, so yeah, next in line now is a male chancellor again for a change. <laughs> it's fine to say that. Um, his name is Olaf Scholz. He's from the SPD, so he's from the Social Democrats. And yeah, who would have thought that the SPD is going to be in, in, <laughs> in the government, right? Um, so yeah, Olaf Scholz is the man. And he's, and I said it like a, a few weeks ago, he's like the guy that just didn't fuck up. <laughs> like, for a while, it was like uh, Annalena Baerberg from, from the Green Party, the Greens, who was in the, in, the, in the front. But then issues, as discussed in the, one of the previous podcasts, prevented her from actually... Um, being the front runner, uh, then the opponent from the CDU also uh, effed up a little bit here and there. <laughs> and so Ola Scholz, the guy who didn't F up, is now our chancellor. So, who is Olaf Scholz, right? <laughs> so as me, as someone from southern Germany, um, for me, Olaf Scholz is like the cliché of a northern German. If you ask me, hey, uh, you guy from Bavaria, and yes, I'm a bit butthurt that there's no Bavarian in, in the government now. 
Um, how would you describe a typical person from Hamburg? I would describe Olaf Scholz to you. Uh, he has like this nickname, um, Teflon Scholz. Teflon, like the, the, the coating that you have in pants that just make things like liquids and so on, not, not stick, the not sticky uh, yeah, coating of a pan. Because uh, scandals just doesn't, don't, don't stick to him. And he seems a little bit robotic. Like it's what, what we think Northern Germans are. <laughs> They're not really passionate. They're like more robotic. Um, uh, some people in the media call him Scholz Omar, like uh, a machine. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but he, I think, and if my research serves me right, um, which in this case is Wikipedia, <laughs> he was the mayor of Hamburg. And before he was uh, the minister of finance, the finance minister uh, in the last government. So he's familiar with how governments and so on work, of course. Um, and he's like, he's very much leaning towards what the CDU also kind of stands for. Like this, like, so he's, he's not hardcore left or anything or hardcore liberal. Uh, he's like, in a center-left party, he's the center-left-right, I, I, I would say. Okay. Um, things that he, he's going to tackle right now in Germany, right? Um, I mean, the coronavirus wave, is it the fourth now that's hitting, that, that's in Germany, the new Omicron, but, I mean, let's not talk about COVID here right now, uh, ex I mean, exclusively. Um, climate change is always a thing. Germans are very aware of this. Inflation, as everywhere in the world... Um, Russia, Ukraine, uh, Germany has a strict stance on this as well. Um, they say if Russia enters Ukraine, for example, there's going to be issues. Uh, they also have like a stronger, a strongish <laughs> stance on China. Um, yeah, then they talk about more commitment to the NATO or not, uh, right-wing extremism and so on. So it's, it's pretty, it's pretty like, his plate is pretty full. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what, Uh, Olaf Scholz, and that's how I pronounce it, Olaf Scholz, uh, has to do and or has to work with now that he's our first male chancellor in 16 years. <laughs> All right, um, the head of the chancellery, Wolfgang Schmidt, <laughs> is the most German name ever, Wolfgang Schmitz, uh, Schmidt. Um, yeah, so no surprise there. They've been working, like Schmidt and Scholz have been working together for a while, so that, that just makes, makes sense to, to bring Wolfgang Schmidt with him. Uh, they work well together, apparently. Um, the funny thing is that, that Schmidt, judging from the media, um, is like more, way more active, more, how to say, jovial, right? Like more, more friendly and also uses Twitter way more actively um, rather than Sch uh, Scholz, who's like really like, grounded and like not doing any of those things so that's kind of funny actually um schmidt also uh aplas espanol um <laughs> which is kind of nice uh <laughs> i'm already laughing because um i just thought about this, this german podcast if you're a german speaker if you speak german actually uh, listen to the podcast but if you're from germany you know the podcast but if you're, if you're not from germany and you speak german or you want to learn some german and you want to listen to german listen to the podcast Gemischtes Hack. Um, they also, it's, it's like comedy podcast in German um, with two comedians. They're, it's really cool. They, they talk about lots of stuff, um, also serious at, at, at times. 
and they discussed the new cabinet as well and they had like lots of fun with the new minister of the interior and community Nancy Faser because <laughs> her, her name just sounds like from 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 a science fiction from a Star Trek show or something this is Nancy Faser pew, pew, pew. that's what they said so I'm just I didn't come up with this so this um, she has been a little less known I think because I I didn't know her to be honest I had to google her um, she's the head of the SPD the Social Democrats in, in Hesse, Hesse. Hesse, Hessen, um, in Germany. And she's kind of famous in the media. Like when I Googled, searched for, yes, I use Google, sorry. When I searched, not like that go. Um, when I searched for like her accomplishments and what she's famous for, apparently she's famous for fighting, for fighting neo-Nazi groups, which is a good thing. Um, and apparently neo-Nazis even threatened her. So interesting. So She seems to be like the, the, the tough the tough dog in the in the cabinet. The one who's like, I'm gonna do what's right and I'm gonna do it no matter what. So this she's the kind of the you always have those types in like any any uh, American TV show and she seems to be just like that kind of type. <laughs> uh so yeah. I guess she her one of her top concerns will be like the far right rise in Germany. Um Minister of Health is the the, the, the German superhero in the media, Karl Lauterbach. Um, Karl Lauterbach is very outspoken. Um, he's become very famous during the pandemic. Um, he's been on every talk show ever. <laughs> um, he's he's um, very much for like tough measures to tackle the, the COVID pandemic. Um, and he seems to be, or like people in the media say he's a bit eccentric, which then also leads to apparently people within his party not necessarily always agreeing with him. Um, yeah, so, but he's quite famous in the media and the media was like mostly happy with him being appointed, um, minister of health because he's just, he's so famous, he's outspoken, he shares his thoughts and so on. Yeah. I saw on Twitter that there's a fun fact about him. Apparently he stopped adding salt to his food in 1989. Uh, Twitter find, there you go. <laughs> Okay, the Minister of Defense, uh, by the way, yeah, Karl Lauterbach, you will see him on lots of TV shows moving forward, I'm sure. Uh, Minister of Defense, Christine, Lam Christine Lambrecht. Uh, she's been in with, with, with the Chancellor, Chancellor Scholz, uh, for a while, I believe. Um, she was in the Justice Ministry in the previous government. And she took over the Ministry of, let me check my notes, Family Affairs, Senior Citizens, Women and Youth. Um, after her party colleague, uh, Miss Francisca Giffey, then stepped down uh, due to plagiarism accusations. <laughs> That's a thing in Germany right now. Huh? Um, interesting enough, so, so Christine Lambrecht didn't really work with um, national security before as far as I'm concerned. So interesting choice. Uh, also, according to my research, Wikipedia and Google, um, the budget is usually around 50 billion euros uh, for the Ministry of Defense, which is the second biggest spending portfolio in Germany. Um, so she has to do a lot there. Um, for example, replacing bomber aircrafts, um, the NATO commitments, of, co uh, of course. So this is going to be really interesting. Like then she's gonna get like, new equipment for the Bundeswehr, for the army. 
Uh, so yeah, and <laughs> work on digital digitalization um, of the military. <laughs> Good luck and cybersecurity, of course. Um, that's that's a tough that's a tough gig, I think. Um, the minister for construction is uh, Clara Geiwitz. Clara Geiwitz. Um, <laughs> I'm hesitating because before I want to talk about her, I'm gonna talk about the minist ministry for construction, the construction ministry, because. When I heard it, I'm like, we have a minister for construction now. Then I, I did some research. I'm like, huh, this is the first time that there's the, a ministry for construction. It's a standalone ministry since the 90s. Um, interesting. So she uh, grew up in Germany's east. So she's one of two, I think, representatives in the parliament right now, out in the, in the cabinet um, from eastern Germany. She worked as a lawmaker in Brandenburg. Um, <laughs> she pushed for a gender equality quota back then, um, which was not successful, <laughs> no surprise. Um, and back, I think two years ago, her and Olaf Scholz wanted to be like co-leaders of the SPD, um, but it didn't really work. Nevertheless, now Scholz is the chancellor and she's uh, the minister for constructions. Um, I think some of the biggest issues that she has to tackle with the ministry is like the housing crisis because it's getting really, really expensive now also in Germany. Um, and the German government said like they're going to build several hundred thousand new homes each year with like, I think a certain quota should be like affordable housing. Uh, so that's going to be very interesting. All right, so that, that's the ministers from the SPD. Let's look at the, the Green Party because, you know, I talked to you about it last time. It's the... The traffic light coalition, uh, Ampel Coalition in German. Uh, so the SPD, the Social Democrats are red. Now let's move to green. Um, Vice Chancellor here uh, is Robert Habeck, the leader, co-leader of the Green Party. Uh, so no surprise that he's gonna be the Vice Chancellor and the Minister for Economy and Climate Protection. Of course, someone from the Green Party should be in climate protection. Uh, it's going to be very interesting just to see like how they balance everything out with like climate uh, protection of course being high on the agenda of the greens um, while then the yellow which is going to come in a second is obviously not that high on it so that's going to be really interesting Robert Habeck himself he's been in the media and in politics for a while um, he, he's a well-known figure I think uh, he was back then in, 2000, in the 2010 sometime he was he's, also Deputy Premier and Minister for Energy, Environment, Agriculture, and so on, so um, in, in, in his uh, home state. So he knows stuff. Um, he seems sometimes a little bit uh, like, a, like, like melancholy, <laughs> like at least for someone from, from the South. I'm like, oh, dude, what's wrong with you? Um, but it, that's, I mean, that's just his, his thing, I guess. His persona, though, like he has like very frequently some really frank statements sometimes also more sweeping like you think wow you did you really say that um once in a while he also messes up though so that's 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 gonna be fun i i think um yeah he by the way does not speak espanol but he speaks uh danish not spanish danish multilingua multi-language whatever lots of people speak different languages that's i think a good thing okay interesting now the minister for for of foreign affairs is annalena baerbock the first ever green candidate to run for chancellor 
yeah, it didn't work the way you wanted. Um, but still, like the best ever result for um, for the greens. So that was that was um, re- still quite impressive. Of course, they thought they're gonna do better, but still better than ever. So that that was uh, something cool, I believe. Um, yeah, the Minister of Foreign Affairs she's gonna have to do everything. So let let's hope um, she uh, stays cool, calm, and collected and focused on the task at hand because she's going to represent us uh, quite a lot now, which is, of course, something nice as um, a youngish, younger um, Green Party, female Green Party leader. So which I think that's, that, that might go over well uh, abroad. Okay, let's make it a bit faster. Um, Minister of, for the Environment, Nature Conservation, Nuclear Safety and Consumer Protection. Nuclear safety and consumer protection in one ministry. Interesting. Uh, Steffi Lemke. Steffi Lemke is uh, someone who you might not know because I also I had to um, stalk, I mean, research her as well. Um, she was a parliament spokesperson, I believe, for environmental protection, but that's what this was all I could find. Um, she's a trained zoo technician. That's one of the other things I could find about her. <laughs> Interesting. Um, but and she's the second one from East, Eastern Germany so um, yeah congratulations looking forward to seeing what she can do not that familiar with her yet but uh, that doesn't mean uh, she's, not, she's not good for the job so let's see what, what she can do now um, the last famous one from the Greens uh, Minister of Food and Agriculture Jem Özdemir uh, Jem Özdemir is probably the best known member of uh, the Green Party who's now in the cabinet uh, he used to be the Green Party leader uh, a while ago He used to be like the expert for foreign affairs and so on. Um, he's, uh, his parents are Turkish, so he's a, uh, they're Turkish immigrants to Germany. And he's a super strict critic of um, the Turkish president, Recep uh, Ergan. No one really expected him to be an agricultural specialist, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, he, des- he deserves to be in the cabinet, but like, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a, a trade-off, probably. Uh, it's like, hey, you're going to go to the parliament, but we can't have you as a foreign uh, minister because that's going to be tough with, 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 the, with, with Turkey, so I'm um, sorry. So let's hope we can catch up quickly in, in regards to ag- agriculture. <laughs> um, What was fun with uh, Özdemir was <laughs> back then, right? He did, he took part in the ice bucket challenge and he published a video. And behind him there was like a, a cannabis plant standing. <laughs> and back then it was um, definitely not okay to have this in Germany. <laughs> so yeah, that that made him cool with the the young the young generations. All right, let's go to the to the to the yellow in the, in the uh, traffic light coalition. Um, the yellow ones, the Free Democrats, FDP, uh, and. They, of course, send the Minister of Finance, who is Christian Lindner, in this case, Christian Lindner, leader of the FDP. Um, he always wanted this job uh, because it's usually the, it used to be the second most powerful in Germany. Um, yeah. The budget is around 500 billion euros, um, so a lot. Um, and, of course, like his party is like the finance party, basically the, the, the economy party and having him in the Ministry of Finance, he's like, yeah, okay, let's gonna form it the way our party thinks this should be done. Um, yeah, so, you know, with the FTP in general, it's, 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 it's a thing, right? So they, they used to be like bigger and then they gained some momentum and then they crashed again and then, then they recovered now with Lindner again. Um, 
But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see like how he does because he also has this tendency to sometimes just fuck up, and that's a nice, um, a nice move to what he actually um, talked about because he had some entrepreneurial flops, which is fine if you don't try, you don't succeed, right? And he actually talked at a at a fuck up night event um, how those things failed, which is kind of cool uh, that he was open enough to share that. So. Uh, props to him for this. So let's see what he can do with our biggest ministry. Minister of Justice is Marco Bushman. That sounds like such a millennial name, Marco. It's like a, you can see that you're getting old if you if you think about this. Um, all right. Uh, well, I'm not that familiar with him. He's been in the parliament for a while. Uh, he's been with the FDP for a while. Apparently he's pretty close to Christian Lindner, which I guess makes sense in this case. Um, yeah, so that should be interesting to see, like, uh, how he handles the Ministry of, of Justice now, uh, which is probably focusing on, going to focus on, like, reforming the police and things like this. So uh, let's see what they can do. All right, then the last one is the Minister of Transport and Digital Infrastructure. <laughs> so it's hilarious that this is actually the same, the same ministry. Um, yeah, it's infrastructure, but it's completely different infrastructure. His name is Volker Wissing. Um, He's the Secretary General of the FTP. He used to be a um, transport minister. Um, he was Deputy Premier of uh, Rhineland Palatinate. Is that how I said it in English? Rhineland Pfalz in, in German. Um, I, I googled the name. I never know how to say it in English. Rhineland. It's from the Rhineland. Um, also under SPD uh, leadership back then. So he's used to working for the SPD. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that for me is of course a very interesting one because digital infrastructure is still a big topic. Uh, living in Thailand, I shouldn't be complaining looking at Germany because Germany is definitely way faster and better developed than Thailand, but that's not not where the bar is. Um, so yeah, that's a big issue in Germany. Like if I look back to my friends, family, like professors, former professors and so on, they're also complaining how, how slow that goes ahead. Uh, so I'm very much uh, looking forward to seeing like what they can do. Okay. There are a few other ones. Uh, let's just quickly go through them. So to finish things off, we have um, Svenja Schulze for in the minister in the minister for economic cooperation and development, and Hubertus Heil, minister of labor and social affairs, uh, both from the SPD, from the Greens. We have Anne Spiegel in the Ministry of Family Affairs, senior citizens, women and youth, and from the FDP, we have Bettina Stark Watzinger, not as your English teacher, but as a minister of education and research so that's all that we have right now uh, i think that's a lot mm, i'm curious because i actually had lots of discussion with foreign friends here also here in, in, in thailand but friends from all across the world but mostly european friends like lots of friends from france especially from france are very outspoken they have opinions on every, our politics uh, so i'm really curious to hear like what do you guys think about our new government like how do you feel about it like now that angie is gone um, will you miss her? What do you think? Uh, let me know your thoughts. Shout out in the comments um, on social media at the Funkitpod at Funkitpod. Um, send an email, funkitpod at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, like, share, and rate it if you can, because it really helps that new people find it. And then we can have hopefully a bigger discussion on things such as what do you think of the new German government or also hopefully more Christmassy, more New Year'sy um, things than next week around. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks again for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts and have a great week. And we'll talk at least one more, maybe even two more times before this year ends. So as always, take care, stay safe. Servus. Servus.